It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. And on the phone is our good friend, Brian Peters, the CEO for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. And Brian, welcome to Food for Thought. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. You know, who knows where this conversation will actually go, but we're supposed to start out at least with uh, the partnership between the Michigan Health and Hospital Association and uh, the Michigan Harvest Gathering that is going to kick off here really soon and go through November 8th. And uh, the Michigan Health and Hospital Association is the title sponsor for this event. And uh, Brian, we can't thank you enough for uh, the compassion and uh, the investment that you make in this uh, Harvest Gathering. It's absolutely our pleasure. You know, the Michigan Health and Hospital Association uh, has been engaged with the Michigan Harvest Gathering campaign for 20 years now, and we're so proud to be a partner and uh, a leader of this effort. It's really a perfect fit with our mission statement, which is to advance the health of individuals and communities. Really a a perfect way uh, for us to live that mission. Well, that's exactly right. We're so appreciative. And, you know, we have a great event out at the uh, Country Club of Lansing, uh, a celebration luncheon for uh, all the funds and food that's raised to help folks all across Michigan who are struggling with food insecurity and the toxic stress that comes along with that. But I just think it's great that 20 out of 27 years, uh, Michigan Health and Hospital Association has been at the forefront of this event to have statewide impact. And, you know, it's just a great partnership for sure. Well, we've been able to raise uh, over 3.5 million pounds of food uh, during that time and almost $3 million in funding uh, just through our efforts at the uh, Michigan Health and Hospital Association. So proud to be a, a contributor to the broader effort. I know that uh, our member hospitals throughout the state of Michigan, whether they're in small rural communities, whether they're in a larger city like Detroit, uh, they are all very aware of the issue related to food insecurity and how important that is to improving population health. I also have to tell you that our staff here at the MHA uh, is very excited year after year. This is part of our uh, fall uh, campaign. Uh, we have, uh, at the staff level alone, uh, contributed uh, over $25,000 just over the last three years uh, in terms of our contribution. So just uh, thrilled to do it. And, you know, one of the other exciting things uh, at the Food Bank Council in Michigan is we're in the process of creating what we're calling the blueprint to end hunger in Michigan. It's really um, changing the whole conversation about many aspects of food security, but one of them is, you know, who really wins when this problem is solved? And we've had so many productive conversations with healthcare professionals across the state on, you know, the the social determinants of health and why it's so important for the community to solve this problem of food insecurity. Without question. And MHA has been, uh, frankly, a leader across the country in terms of Uh, this sort of activity in terms of the uh, food insecurity issue and the social determinants of health. In fact, uh, going back to 2010, uh, we were one of the first state hospital associations to launch a Healthy Food Hospitals campaign, which was aimed at uh, encouraging farmers markets at local hospitals, eliminating industrial trans fats from our hospital food service programs, and really raising the uh, awareness level among the general public that there are people struggling with food insecurity. We need to do everything we possibly can uh, to help those folks uh, who are our friends and neighbors. And that's really the only way for us to advance the population health status here in Michigan. And there's a there's a uh, so many elements to this. Like one of the things that comes up over and over in our conversations is how many prescriptions say take with food. 
And it's a huge number, right? Not not just because, you know, it might upset your stomach if, if you don't take it with food, but because the medicine actually needs food to be carried to the place in your body where it needs to have an impact, right? So if you know the medication you're prescribing says take with food and the person doesn't have food, obviously there's a really big opportunity. There's a little disconnect say. there, right? <laughs> No question about that. And really, uh, to put a a very fine point on that, uh, if we understand that over 20% of Michigan children don't know where their next meal is going to come from, everything you just said about the importance of food uh, with those important medications, uh, it's just compounded when you look at that particular segment of our population. These are kids who are in the developmental stage of their life, and the long-term health consequences uh, are incredibly uh, impactful. And we imagine that if we start to solve for hunger, right, if we really say, okay, what are the pieces to put in place so we can actually solve this, that part of our challenge is to say, well, let's figure out where do the long-term investments need to come from, right? Who's going to pay for this? And we know we can't get there without connecting these dots and saying, look, if we want to solve these these issues within the healthcare system, we have to understand the impact of solving them. If if that carries over into education and kids in school, so do, do medications and food and performance in school connect? Of course they connect. All of these problems connect to each other, and that's why the comprehensive work that you're doing and others are doing around these social determinants of health are so important. They connect those dots so that we can drive the, the conversation to we're solving food insecurity, but that creates a household impact and a community impact that's critical. That's absolutely correct. And, you know, as we look at the, uh, the changing environment, I would tell you that our hospitals throughout the state of Michigan increasingly are viewing their local food banks as key strategic partners. It's really uh, a new dynamic that I think is a, a positive development. One of the ways that we're trying to encourage that is our uh, role with the Root Cause Coalition. This is a new national organization that was co-founded by uh, one of our member health systems, uh, ProMedica Health. And it's really a way to, again, raise the profile, not just in Michigan, but across the entire country, and to, to compare and, uh, and contrast what's working, what's not working, in other words, to engage in shared learning on this very complex subject. And you know, I, I'd also point to a, a really interesting development that we're starting to see hospitals utilizing uh, some of their real estate to develop their own farms where they can grow food uh, right there on the, uh, the hospital campus, which they can serve not only in the hospital food service program, but also use that uh, food in the community as well, donate that to local food banks. Uh, St. Joseph Mercy uh, Health System in Ann Arbor was one of the very first uh, hospitals in the entire nation to do exactly that. So I think there's a lot of exciting uh, developments in this space. Well, Brian, we've had Barbara Pitti, the executive director for the Root Cause Coalition, here on the show uh, just a few weeks ago. And uh, I'll be attending the conference in Louisville coming up uh, next month in October. So, and you know, we've, you know, that reminds me, we've got to have the folks from St. Joe who are doing the farming at the hospital. We've got to have them on the show, too, Jerry. Yeah, they're great people over there. And we, we serve Livingston County. It's just next door there. Uh, and uh, we've done a lot with St. Joseph Mercy to talk about this issue and think about how to meet people where they are. One of the challenges in all of this is is 
not giving the people who are suffering from food insecurity more places to have to be and more paperwork to fill out. And so how do we meet people where they are? And we know we we can meet them at these hospitals that care so much. Well, Brian, you as the CEO for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association, 20 years you guys have been partnering with the Food Bank Council in our Michigan Harvest Gathering campaign. uh, 3.5 million pounds of food, over $3 million worth of funding. And uh, that's somewhere uh, around three and a half million meals that you provided uh, for adults and a little more than that, even when we consider the children's meals. So, you know, you guys are um, not just talking to talk, brother, you're walking the walk and we appreciate your partnership, your friendship, and let's keep it going. You can count on it. It's a great partnership. And uh, as I like to say, we're all in this together. I don't think any single individual or single organization can solve a a problem this daunting on their own. But if we work together in collaboration, we can make an incredible uh, difference in this state. We believe it. And we're ready. Thanks, Brian. Brian Peters, the CEO for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. He's been our guest here on Food for Thought. Brian, thanks for being with us. Thanks so much. Well, folks, now it's time for a little Food for Thought. Money gives you options you otherwise never have. It's true. And one of the options money gives you is the opportunity to be generous. Many people without much money are generous, and I've seen it, and so have you. But when you have means and a generous spirit, you can make a big impact. Before long now, different groups and some government offices, including the Attorney General, will will provide a list to the public of some of the best-run and worst-run charities. And I hope you will be wise and full of discernment about who you support, but also about all the treasures and blessings that may come into your life. Some of the things that come into your life are definitely for you, while others are intended for others. You are just the vessel through which it flows. Thank you for supporting our seven food banks, Gleaners Community Food Bank, Forgotten Harvest, Food Gatherers in Ann Arbor, Food Bank of Eastern Michigan in Flint, the Food Bank of South Central Michigan in Battle Creek, Feeding America West Michigan, and Comstock Park, and the Greater Lansing Food Bank are all worthy of your time, talent, and treasure. Tune in next week here on WJR, and if you want to catch up on a missed show, find us at foodsecuremichigan.org, and thanks for being with us. Until next week, remember, food first, folks, food first. Food for Thought has been a presentation of Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food-secure state.